0: This time it's the Balochistan edition, uh, so I'm here with uh, Carl Zah. and you know, when you have uh, India and China, um, you know, getting together, obviously Pakistan is going to come up. We got to talk about Pakistan. Um, it's an obsession for Indians, and India is an obsession for Pakistan, but we but we have uh, Balochistan to talk about. Um, there's a lot to talk about on Pakistan, uh, Carl, maybe we'll, we'll see how, 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 how we how we do um but let's we have to start with this um a terrorist uh attack a suicide bomber um in karachi at the university uh in karachi um which killed uh, the the bomber blew herself up um as a van was coming through bringing three chinese uh teachers um into the university and the, so they killed the driver and the teachers um and there's like been a lot of weird stuff uh going on in terms of people justifying this or rationalizing this um it's a good time to kind of talk about Balochistan and what's been going on there uh for the past decades and why um somebody would think that it was a politically um uh, appropriate thing to do to target Chinese teachers. Um, Carl, tell me, you, you've you looked into the people that were killed um, in the attack. So can you tell tell me a bit about them? Are they, uh, <laughs> you know, I've heard they were um, basically just like literally like teach like language teachers or something.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I saw some, some people on the Internet are accusing them of being uh, CCP agents. Uh, they're literally just Chinese language teachers at the Karachi University. So the all three teachers come from the Sichuan Normal University, uh, based in Chengdu, because the Sichuan Normal University, which produces teachers, has a partnership with Karachi University. Uh, the the Confucius Institute uh, is the partnership between these two uh, educational institutions. Uh, and so the one one of the teacher. Um, is only 26 years old. She just graduated with her master's degree in Chinese instructions in 2021, and she volunteered to go teach in Karachi. And, and you know, there's obviously, like, a lot of people are upset because, uh, especially with uh, people on the internet, justifying killing of these teachers, saying somehow they're they somehow they they are their ccp agents uh, somehow they are they are carrying out chinese imperialism against baluchistan and that that's therefore they're somehow deserve their fate i mean it's it's pretty outrageous stuff um, mm-hmm. first of all karachi is not even in baluchistan yeah and, so geographically you guys <laughs> pakistan
0: consists of uh, several states Balochistan is uh smallest i think in terms of population or one of the biggest in terms of land area um, the capital is Quetta. uh karachi is uh in the province of sindh um and it's one of the bigger but not the biggest punjab is the biggest um, lahore is the capital of punjab and islamabad is the capital of pakistan overall and then there's uh, Khyber Pakhtunkhwa pakhtunwa with peshawar um, where it's kind of borders with afghanistan and they share the you know the Pashtun uh, language with that Af- with that part of Afghanistan. So, uh, and then there's the federally administered tribal areas, which is a nice little colonial legacy. Speaking of uh, imperialism, uh, not of the Chinese variety, but of the actual um, imperialism that Pakistan has been afflicted with. So yeah, um, like you were saying, it's it's a it's a very strange choice um, of target in the sense that like it's not the capital. It's not, you know, the army, like there's a big army footprint, mostly Punjabis. I've heard, uh, you know, some kind of like idea that it's Punjabi colonialism against Balochistan because Punjabis are a big, the biggest uh, demographic um, group in, in Pakistan. But um, but then to attack, uh, you know, a minority province, a university and then Chinese uh language teachers so um what is the debate and are you do you you know i always ask you like how, how people respond in china like what's the debate or discussion in like chinese social media
1: well i mean uh, obviously a lot of chinese people are angry and they also didn't understand why yeah. language teachers would be attacking pakistan and and they a lot of people in china they don't necessarily understand the internal dynamics of pakistan mm-hmm. so they were wonders that we thought we are friends with Pakistan. Why yeah. are our people being attacked over there, right? So that, that's yeah. a qu- kind of question that's being asked. Um, and, and some some thought maybe that's some kind of because a uh, result of Islamic fundamentalism, which is not. Uh, this is this is the the the, the B L A is a is a, 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 more, a more nationalist uh, insurgency. And, and but but you know, people in China they're not very attuned into the internal politics of Pakistan, so so for right now, they're just feeling hurt and wondering why is this happening. And this is this is not the first time the Chinese national has been targeted inside Pakistan,
0: yeah, yeah that's right. A group of engineers, yeah,
1: yep. yep, and they've been and and again, um, you know, the opt this this was not a random act of violence this you know uh, right after the suicide bombing the bla baluchistan uh, liberation army issued a statement they specifically said we want to get the chinese out of baluchistan and and this is our our message a warning uh if you if you continue to stay in baluchistan this is what you expect but like i said they are Chinese language teachers, not even in Baluchistan, they're in Karachi. And the, the the past attacks against Chinese nationals inside Pakistan has occurred all over Pakistan. You know there there were there were attacks on Chinese engineers and road workers in Gilgit Baltistan, which is couldn't be furthest away from Baluchistan. Gilgit Baltistan is right on the Chinese border, right? So so this is not. Um, they're not just targeting, uh, you know, say, Chinese companies or Chinese national working on the territory of Balochistan. Just any Chinese nationals inside Pakistan is basically fair game for them. And and this is in, been justified by some some Twitter personalities. There was a guy who um, who worked for New York Times. He's he's a Pakistani exile based in France. And he made this whole thread eulogizing uh, the suicide bomber and quoting, get this, quoting Malcolm Max and Mao Zedong. Yeah. And he was, uh, you know, the first, he would, he would just post a picture of the suicide bomber and says, uh, and then, then then throw out these quotes. Like sometimes you have to pick up the gun uh, to put the gun down, Malcolm Max. And uh See, people with power understand exactly one thing, violence, Noam Chomsky. And revolution is not a dinner party or writing essay or painting picture or doing embroidery. It can't be re- refined. So temperate, kind, courteous, restrained and magnanimous. Uh, revolution is an insurrection, an act of violence, which one class overthrow another Mao Zedong. And I I don't even think this guy believes any of the kind of the leftist ideology. I, I think he's mm-hmm. at this point, he's just basically trolling people. Um, and because uh, all he, he's not explaining how, you know, of course, this brings the question, why would you be killing Chinese language teachers in Karachi? How does that even help your cause? Right? I mean, the he it, <clears throat> people are saying yes, yes, uh, people are saying there's. There's problems in Balochistan with the Pakistani state. The, the, the military is exasperating um, the insurgency in Balochistan by their by their uh, by their uh, uh, heavy-handed response. But again, they're not attacking Pakistani military targets. They're attacking right. the Chinese teachers, who obviously are soft targets, right? Because it's very easy, like the... So, Language teachers, all you have to just, do is map out their daily commute route, yeah. and and, and they,
0: that's, they they teach regular teachers are yeah. <laughs> teachers yeah. do their work on a regular schedule. The, yep. uh, having and, a I, class depends on being in
1: the same place at the same time. Yep, um, and that's that's all they did. They, they, they you, there was a, actually a video I saw the video of the bombing. The <laughs> the suicide bomber just waited for their van to come close to her, and then she blew up. Blew herself up, and then you blew up the van with uh, four Chinese language teachers and the, the Pakistani driver. So again, these people, the victims, the uh, the the four language teachers and the the working class Pakistani driver, they have nothing to do with the Pakistani state policy in Balochistan. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. And, and killing them is not going to change the the Pakistani military's policy toward Balochistan. So okay,
0: I wanna I wanna I wanna get into this a little bit because you know I I, 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 am a little reluctant to to um, try to understand this you know always in this case where where something so senseless uh, happens Um, their argument I think is pretty preposterous but I gather it goes something like this okay. um Balochistan um is a relatively exploited uh, province compared to uh you know the rest the average in Pakistan which is also quite low um you know pa- Pakistan's a very poor uh country they send a lot of their m- money to the IMF uh, they've been restructured many many times by the IMF uh, I think more than almost any other country, they spend a lot of their the, a lot of their money goes to buy American weapon systems. Um, lion's share of their budget probably goes to those two things. Um, and then um, Balochistan, in particular, has had uh, you know separatist um, aspirations for decades. I mean, like when uh, Bangladesh became Independent in 1971, there was already uh, interest in Balochistan in becoming independent, um, and there were several big rebellions against Pakistan and pretty brutal counterinsurgency uh, against um, that those those movements. So, um, you know, and today. Like, it's interesting because I I, I actually wrote an article about this, Um, Carl. You know, I was basically arguing that Pakistan should try to treat um, Balochistan more like the way China treats Xinjiang than, for example, the way India treats Kashmir. Like, if there are different models, I was basically saying, like, the alliance with China is a chance for Pakistan to say... Look, like China doesn't do China doesn't like disappear people off the streets and like leave their bodies by the side of the road. Like that's what the that's what the Pakistan military is doing. Um, you know, disappearing journalists and stuff. Like China has the re education camp thing, but most of what they're doing is trying to integrate um Xinjiang, right? Like economically and, and just like make sure that people in Xinjiang see benefits to uh being part of China um real tangible economic benefits you and I've you know I've I've asked you to come on to talk about this multiple times now um but like the Balochistan uh liberation army the the argument is because the kind of cornerstone of the development project in Balochistan is the Gwadar port and various other projects of the China-Pakistan Economic Corridor, the CPAC. Um, The idea is that by attacking CPAC, by attacking this kind of flagship of the Belt and Road Initiative and this flagship of um, economic development, the Balochistan, uh, the BLA can Basically, prevent um, you know prevent a kind of normalization from happening, so that the so that Pakistan has to I guess either choose between letting Balochistan go or accepting you know increasing terrorist attacks on China. But I, again, I the strategy doesn't strike me as very well thought out, but that's the best I can do. Am I am I, am I missing anything
1: here? I, I, I'm, the way I understood it based on their claims is that uh, because they they according to the BLA statement, is that because they're being oppressed by the Pakistan military and because China supports Pakistan and so by their they, that makes China complicit in the mm-hmm. Pakistan military oppression in Balochistan. So they're hitting China. But again, it, it doesn't really work because you, if you think what their goal really is, if their goal is really to uh, to end this, uh, um, you know, Pakistan military dominance of Balochistan, attacking China, even if China leave to post out tomorrow, yeah. that's not going to change anything.
0: And I mean, it's it's interesting because the Gwadar port, in particular, um, I believe Pakistan off has offered that to. I believe that's p- prior to China being the the country that's developing it. I believe that it was offered to a Gulf power or the U.S. Yeah, here uh, I interviewed Purves Hoodboy uh, for my article, and he said in 1974, Zulfiqar Ali Bhutto had offered Gwadar to the US with the view that the US could use it as a naval base. The US rejected the proposal because they already had Chabahar under the Shah of Iran. Yeah. <laughs> so it's also like it's not it's not it's not really China that's like beating down the door to try to get these opportunities in Balochistan. It's kinda like it's a partnership. I mean You know, uh, obviously, China always goes, tries to get like mutual benefit. Um, I think they're
1: I I, I think Guadar is like strategically important because it's sit right on the mountain near the mouth of Persian Gulf. Uh, But as you you mentioned, U.S. already have all these client states along Persian Gulf. You know, they have UAE, Saudi Arabia. They didn't need Guadar. for China, China did try to integrate Guadar as part of its uh, Belt and Road Initiative and, and its flagship project, CPEC, the, the China-Pakistan Economic Corridor, which is to link, um, to build a uh, uh, basically pipeline and also roads to link Gwadar throughout Pakistan and eventually link it with China. Uh, but the, the Gwadar project hasn't really, I mean, it, that. The Guadar port uh, development has been going on for decades now. Uh, it hasn't really, you know, kind of um, became a like I say international uh, entreport the way they they were hoping you would because because first of all, Guadar is in Baluchistan and Baluchistan, as you mentioned, is very sparsely populated. It doesn't have the population base. Uh, it's not Karachi. Karachi is a is a biggest port in Pakistan uh it's a it's a big city uh, it's locating a very pop- populous part of Pakistan. Uh, Gwadar kind of sits out by itself like all the way on the most northwest tip of Pakistan right even though it's strategically important by sitting on the on the Persian near the mouth of Persian Gulf but it's not connected with anything it's so far away from kind of the center of economic activity in Pakistan and, and and so there's all these these kind of uh, problems but uh, I, I think one of the BLA uh opposition to Gwadar project is that supposedly the you know by if by China coming in and helping developing it they fear that you know the other migrant migrants from other part of Pakistan might come in and that would dilute the the local Baluch culture um and um you know again this is all you know maybe all these complaints have legitimate basis but most of the complaints actually with the pakistani government right. And, right and 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 china does not i mean china only supports pakistan in the in terms of building infrastructure right building roads right. building power plants building uh schools and and, and providing uh language teachers i mean i just don't see how that i mean people are <clears throat> some people are saying calling this cultural imperialism because they say yeah, oh i uh, saw that too i mean <laughs> well, what can i say i mean like teaching kids chinese language is just giving them a, a a tool like how i mean to call that cultural imp- I, I, they compare it to uh this one person compared to uh uh, Soviet invasion of Afghanistan, they say, oh, yeah, so this is exactly what Soviet Union did. They first send in. But it again, the the whole idea of um, the BLA claiming that Guadar project is bad because they, they were afraid that the the Gwadar project and then development might bring in migrants from other parts of Pakistan and yes. overwhelming local uh, Baluch culture, which as we mentioned before baluchistan is very sparsely populated and gwadar was basically a fishing village uh, um uh, prior so there there, there are legitimate concerns but these are the concerns really they have between them and the pakistan central government mm-hmm. right i mean like this is this is this is something that they should have sorted out Internally with the Pakistan government, whatever they do, uh, you know the the, the tax on ch- Chinese nationals in Pakistan, which has been going on for the last uh, over ten years now, these even Chinese were to pull out, it's not going to yeah. improve the prospect of Baluchistan either in terms of development or in terms of their relationship with the Pakistani state, um, unless they think somehow that will lead to the to the state collapse of Pakistan state i i i don't know i mean right now pakistan is an interesting case because it, it tried to be friends with both us and and china i mean pakistan yeah. as you mentioned it it depends on imf loans because pakistan is a heavily militarized state a large uh, por- portion of the state revenue is devoted to the pakistan military and their own Revenue is not enough to cover that. So, to, for, to cover the shortfall in the Pakistani budget, they have to go to IMF to ask for for loans. Uh, and and you know, so 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 the the, the Pakistan is it, people trying to position Pakistan as some kind of client state of China. It's not. It's 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 kind the of trying to
0: state of the U.S.
1: Yes, yes, and it's been that it's... way for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, you well, know, and, and and before basic, it was
0: a colony of Britain, and then it yeah. was a client state of the U.S. Those are yeah, the I two mean, things US, that Pakistan
1: has been. U.S. literally tell Pakistan what to do. You know, even though Pakistan supported Taliban on its rise in Afghanistan, but when after 9/11 happened, United States, the uh, I forgot which U.S. official that made the call to the Pakistani general Musharraf and told him. Like look, we will bomb you back to Stone Ages if you don't Sounds help.
0: Like Rumsfeld could have been Cheney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah could have been well, one well, of yeah, we'll guys. these
1: guys, Are you a US suspects. I mean, they literally said on the phone, we will bomb you back to Stone Ages if you don't comply with our orders. And and of course Pakistan went along with it. So they they ultimately, you know, when when the when when US throw down the gauntlet, Pakistan will comply.
0: So there's a couple of a couple of notes like one is, um, you know, the idea that China is engaged, like it's it's so ridiculous, the idea that these teachers are engaged in Chinese cultural imperialism. We're writing this on Twitter, an American social media website in English, which we all speak because of British imperialism in Pakistan. So it's just like, yeah, the the big problem in Pakistan is chinese cultural imperialism that's once we you know once we deal with that problem pakistan will be you know
1: a happy <laughs> happy a place utopia
0: yes. but but i i was reading this article in the atlantic um from 2009 and the, the author of the article interviewed some of the Baloch um, separatists in 2009. So there's some interesting quotes here about Gwadar. Uh, Nisar Baloch, general secretary of a Baloch nationalist organization, has unruly black hair and a thick mustache. <laughs> but Anyway, Pakistani army, he says, is the biggest land grabber. It's giving away the coast of Balochistan for peanuts to the Punjabis. The Punjabi army wears uniforms, but the soldiers are actually terrorists. In Guadar, the army is operating as a ma- mafia, um, falsifying land records. They say we don't have papers to prove ownership of the land. When we talk about our rights, they uh, accuse us of being the Taliban. Uh, no matter how hard they try, they try to turn Guadar into Dubai. It won't work. There will be resistance. The pipelines going to China will not be safe. They have to cross through Baloch territory, and if our rights are violated, nothing will be secure. And then the article mentions a 2004 car bomb that killed three Chinese engineers. Um, so there is a seems to be a very specific long-term targeting of Chinese people uh, in Pakistan.
1: Yeah, this this has been going on for a decade. And and another thing about the BLA, I like to mention that originally, the original BLA, not the current BLA, the original BLA was supported in the 1970s by the Soviet, uh, you know, because this coincides with uh, Soviet uh, uh, occupation of Afghanistan. Um, But after the Soviet pulled out, of Afghanistan in 1989 the funding dried up and the original BLA went silent for decades for decades because they they, they <laughs> their funding source went dry and then somehow BLA got reactivated in the early 2000 around the same that time that they start attacking the Chinese uh Chinese nationals uh, and this is 2000 is also when um China started to build the infrastructure project in in pakistan to connect the the guadar ports uh to build roads uh uh, and to build connectivity so i mean i i don't have the concrete proof but (laughs) but it does make you wonder (laughs) you make you wonder right and and if you 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 have um U.S. Uh, Representative Dana Rohrabacher, you know, who is uh, yeah, he might be a former looked
0: up that guy. Yeah, he's not he's not been reelected. But in 2012, there are some doozy quotes um, by these a couple of these congresspeople there that got obsessed with uh, Balochistan. There's Congressman Rohrbacher in California. There's Louis Gohmert of Texas and Steve King of Iowa and all of them argue for free Balochistan specifically to break up Pakistan um, and specifically to kind of punish and provide, they they were sort of saying we're sick of being uh, dependent on Pakistan's cooperation in our occupation of Afghanistan. If we break Balochistan off of Pakistan, then they'll be our ally and we won't have to depend on these unreliable Pakistanis who ultimately support the Taliban anyway. So there's definitely been a, a at least a faction in the U.S. that and,
1: wants this. And Dana Robacher was complaining about the colonialism on, in, in Balochistan at the same time when U.S. is still occupying Iraq and Afghanistan, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, Dana Robacher is a guy who there is no interventionist war he doesn't like. Okay. Uh, and and so it, it's, to me, that's kind of suspicious. I mean, I don't have the, like, like I don't have the smoking gun, right? So, but, but it's, it's, to me, there's a smoke there. This,
0: uh, this Louis Gomert gomert Gohmert, Gohmert uh, from Texas, um, in 2012, I gave an interview in Berlin uh, where he said the following. He said, let's talk about creating a Balochistan in the southern part of Pakistan. They'll stop the IEDs and all the weaponry coming into Afghanistan, and we got a shot to win over there. So the agenda is actually to create Balochistan to help America better <laughs> occupy Afghanistan. And it's just sort of like... Why are you in Afghanistan again? well, to
1: fight terrorism yeah of course um, and so yeah it's yeah. it's uh it's this is all very shady and murky but um i i would i would not trust these guys as far as I can throw them the mm-hmm. the and and somebody actually pointed out uh on on twitter that uh you know all these accusation of you know chinese um imperialism uh, exploitation in uh, in Baluchistan. there's actually a, a, a Canadian mining company that's involved yeah. in the mining project in Baluchistan at the moment. But yeah. we have not seen any attacks by the PLA on the Canadian nationals or yeah. even voice uh, their opposition to the Western firm's presence in, in yeah. Baluchistan.
0: Or the IMF for that matter. Yeah. Right? Um there's here's another one. Uh an ind it's fr- this is also from the Al Jazeera article, which is called Should the US Support an independent Balochistan? Um and in an interview after a congressional hearing, um Bohr, someone named Bohr, I guess this is another US political figure, when one discusses Balochistan, you are discussing a way to contain China. You are also discussing economic relationships between Iran and Pakistan. If the Chinese build their port in Gwadar, they will have a land route from Western China to the Indian Ocean. Uh, this is of strategic interest to the United States because Chinese ships would have a direct route to China and would no longer have to transit past the Indian and American navies.
1: And so on. Yeah, yeah I mean, so, like this... U.S. Navy had made no secret about uh, about holding a chokehold over the Chinese uh, oil supply from Middle East uh, via the Strait of Malacca, right? Because that's that's where the the waterways narrowest, uh, um, you know, through Singapore, between Singapore and um, and uh, and Indonesia. And and you know of course Singapore is a U.S. client state and and uh, U.S. Navy in multiple papers have said you know we have a chokehold on on uh, Chinese trade through the South China Sea by going through the, the the Strait of Malacca. So one of the strategic rationale for Chinese Belt and Road initiative is to <clears throat> Build more connectivity so so the Chinese the, the trade well, external trade with China Don't have to all go through the Straits of Malacca So some of them can be diverted over land through the Eurasian land bridge uh, Through Russia to Europe now that that role is blocked because of the Ukraine <laughs> war and uh, Another way is through West Asia, you know through Pakistan then then to um, to to Iran and to Turkey uh, and, and onwards, but now like that will have to go through Baluchistan, of course. And so
0: there's a there's an interesting thing too, where you know you look at like China in Africa, you look at China these different investments, and it's sort of like there there's a thing I've noticed, which is the because of a, a combination of Chinese like um, win win solutions. And their, their non-interference policy, what ends up happening is the more functional the country is, the better yes. the Chinese investment will work.
1: Yes. And
0: if it's sort of a predatory state, it, it ends up not really being a very effective project anyway.
1: Yeah, I, I think uh, the the Greek, uh, the former Greek uh, minister, um, Verifakis. Yes, yeah, he actually ver- uh, brought up the point that uh, about the the, the the Chinese project in the Gre- Greece, uh, the yeah. Piraeus, uh, Piraeus Par- ports, yeah. um, and he said, like, look, we we look at the deal, and we went back to the Chinese to ask mm. to renegotiate, and mm. then China agreed to it and yeah. and he basically said look you know the, 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 you you can always make a counter offer right yeah. and and the Ch- Chinese will work with you so you really depend on the governance of the country that China is dealing with that yeah. uh how they structure their deal with China and and you you're right i mean China will deal with Pakistan no matter what no matter what kind of government even if the pakistan military somehow magically proved you know disappear overnight and and it became a happy happy uh, democracy you know <laughs> civil civilian government China maybe will maybe with... Imran maybe Imran will get reelected and then yeah. it'll just <laughs> yeah a clean house you know China will always China would deal with government of Imran Khan, China will deal with government uh, of his successor, whatever, because Pakistan is a neighbor. You know, Pakistan is not going away. So China recognized that. I mean, this has happened with China and and Myanmar also, right? Like, because the U.S. U.S. uh, 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 deal with with the Myanmar junta to allow Aung San Suu Kyi to uh, form a coalition government. Originally, that that was to pivot Myanmar away from China. That was a design that you know, some made no secret about it. But what happened was after Aung San Suu Kyi came to power because Myanmar and China are neighbors. China still chose to deal with Aung San Suu Kyi's government, and in fact the trade between China and Myanmar um, increased under Aung San Suu Kyi because after the, all the Western sanctions get lifted, the Chinese firm that have no fear of being getting sanctioned by by US just for doing business in Myanmar so so that that's that that's kind of the the, 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 the Chinese non-interference policy you, you will deal with you you know no matter what kind of government you have as long as you are internationally recognized legitimate yeah. government so what that means for
0: balochistan is that i i think it's probably quite true that the Project isn't working out as well as advertised, and that the benefits are not reaching the you know reaching the people um so and it's and it's gonna be hard like it it's not China can't make that happen in exactly. a country where you know if the Pakistan army is doing all these things and the and the government now you know especially i think post coup it's an even more corrupt you know dispensation i think i argue uh i've been <laughs> i've been argued with about this uh, I,
1: I, I don't think it's just you um because i i was send you a tweet um from a, a afghan a, a pakistani journalist uh, ziad and i think he put it there he put it a, a thread he said um this is what he said he said we uh are Uh, Our comprador elites and state authority tend to produce comprador critics who are then shaped up by the imperial core because they take convenient lines. Pakistani politics is mostly comprador versus comprador versus comprador mediated by (laughs) compradores. Yeah, it's pretty brutal, but I think... uh, I think he knows what he's talking about, you know, being a Pakistani inside. Pakistan.
0: We have good summaries on this program. Remember what we what do we say Canada was? Canada was lobby a lobby for four mining companies and virtue signaling.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, A bunch of mining company masquerading as a country. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So. So, yeah, this is this is I mean, these are all the former British territories. What do you what did you what did you think you were going to get? But um, but OK, a couple more things before I let you uh, continue your morning, um, because, you know, w- 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 in understanding that this <laughs> the, the the challenge of development in Balochistan is Uh, serious and headed in the wrong direction um, you know after the the coup like the chances of the chances of Chinese investment alone being able to offer some kind of tangible benefit to Baloch people that you know that draws them away from um, this kind of like terrorism um, is it's 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 hard. It's hard to imagine because because of the way that the state, the dysfunctions of the state and the, you know, the IMF isn't going anywhere. The U.S. alliance isn't going anywhere. The Pakistan army's interest in keeping the U.S. happy isn't going to change um, easily.
1: The, so the Balochistan yeah. problem is a Pakistan problem, right? It's, yeah, it's something exactly. they they the Pakistan need to deal with. Um, and, and this is something China has very little input actually because yeah, exactly. you know, if China try to dictate to Pakistan the way the United States does, China yeah. Pakistan just gonna go for <laughs> with U.S. I mean like yeah like, <laughs> yeah,
0: like I, I had a guest on where he was saying like the cultural affinity where people wanna be in term in, like in Pakistan is all with the U.S. like China's. China is very foreign to them. China is very exotic to them. You know, they don't send their they, they want to send their kids to Oxford and Harvard and and, you know, they want to wear those clothes and they want to live that lifestyle still. So there's no like that. That's not like um, an aspiration to them. They are not yeah. they don't look they don't see China that way.
1: Yeah, because Chinese language teachers in Pakistan is actually Chinese in culture in China, imperialism, so. imperialism. Yeah, and, it's, <laughs> and it's, way they're that. doing a hell of a job.
0: But but yeah. this is my, I guess you know, we could kind of like wrap up with this question, which is like, if it, to what extent can this derail, um, you know, the the China-Pakistan economic corridor? you know, to what extent can it derail? You know, it's it, our Chinese people obviously are now going to think twice before they accept a posting, uh, teaching in, you know, go to Pakistan, check out the culture, get blown up in a suicide bombing, right? So, so what do you think the implications of this are for not just like um, the bigger questions of investments and and the alliance. I mean, the alliance is the alliance. That's that's a military alliance. It's a their neighbors, like you said, but like the kind of economic integration that China hopes to do, um, and the kind of people to people exchanges that are that are part of that. Um, I
1: I think this impact what actually impacts Pakistan uh China relationship more right now is covid <laughs> I, I, don't, oh. I so so this will definitely have a short term impact but i think i i don't think it will have long lasting impact because as i said as i said the the BLOE attack on chinese national in pakistan has been long going it's been it's been a, a, almost a decade decade long attacks all over pakistan that has not stopped uh you know chinese uh, investment project in pakistan um and and right now the us for people to people exchange uh, i think one of the problem is uh the current uh chinese uh, covid policy is preventing a lot of pakistani students who were previously studying in china to return to china to resume their study so and and also because of the, the various covid lockdowns that that kind of restricted the people you know the, the movement across the border so so I think that's why I think that is actually a bigger issue uh in in kind of putting a halt on the pakistan china integration and and I think it will continue the the china Pakistan economic integration will continue the the Covid will blow blow over eventually you know the the borders will be open again um there will be more Pakistani students studying. China in the future, learning Chinese language, you know, including learning <laughs> yeah. the Chinese language. Yeah, yeah that will happen. Um, and and, you know, it's China and also China um, is a large country. So, yes, there will be some people who will be dissuaded from, say, volunteering to go teach Chinese language in Karachi. Uh, but because China China is a, such a large country, there were bound to be people who will still go, you know, there will still be adventurous souls who, yeah. who will go to Pakistan. Um, so I, I don't think that on that front, it will um, have too much impact. I mean, and, and over long term, uh, this this after this incident, the memory of this incident, uh, you know, fades, you know, the people to people exchange will resume. This is my my verdict.
0: So the last 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 question
1: is. Yeah then like in
0: terms of the because we we sort of have been pointing a finger at a certain imperialist entity uh, as being behind this um but um in in terms of like part of the part of what i see going on over the past couple of years is just like a desperation by the u.s to get back in there somehow after being thrown out of afghanistan so like I think there's a bit of vindictiveness towards Imran Khan specifically because of that he was whatever his role however big his role was he happened to be the prime minister when they were thrown out um you know maybe Baloch there's these Congress people that talk about maybe Balochistan is the ideal base um but they're they're out and they want to get back in and uh you know and I and I feel like The other the other part of the story is preventing Afghanistan from completely starving and preventing Afghanistan from collapsing has fallen on to Pakistan and to, you know, by extension to China as well, uh, to Russia, to some extent as well. So to Iran, um, to some extent, but I actually think the food thing is probably Pakistan at this point uh so to what extent do you think um that effort to like keep afghanistan on its feet and like make bring afghanistan into that eurasian project to what extent do you think this balochistan kind of simmering thing can 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 play in derailing that
1: yeah, I, I mean, it definitely doesn't help. Um, yeah. uh, but but at, at the same time, I think, um, I I I this is my, I mean, I'm I'm just making a stab here, right? I'm not the mm-hmm. expert. Uh, but I I don't I don't think you will have a a long lasting impact, um, because because the the linkage with um pakistan and also china has with afghanistan is not just through baluchistan right it's right, exactly it's yeah know yeah, like they it, it, i mean the the it, 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 it does it certainly doesn't help but i i i think both china and Pakistan have a strategic strategic interest to yeah. keep afghanistan as stable as possible because you know they they both understand as neighbors of afghanistan if you, you Afghanistan gets gets destabilized, then they, they will feel the spillover effects in their own borders. So and the so Americans yeah. will be back. <laughs> the, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ultimately, yeah. yeah. And with all the associated problems and and, and, um, and you know, the so so I, I think Pakistan, China, and to certain uh, Russia is a little bit distracted at the moment, but uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but I I think Pakistan and China will definitely has a very strong interest to to throw a economic lifeline to Pakistan to 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 prevent yeah. Pakistan from to I mean to prevent Afghanistan yeah. from implode. Um yeah. and and. And, um, and, and 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 you you see Chinese Prime Minister Wang Yi actually visited uh, Afghanistan recently. You know, on his uh, trip through through the subcontinent, through South Asia, he went he he went first visit India, and then he went visited Pakistan. And uh, actually, I don't I my order the order might not be uh, correct, but he would visit all three countries: Pakistan. Yeah. Uh, India and Afghanistan. Indian media wasn't very happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he I think he went to Iran too, right? Didn't he go Oh, ah, He might with, have. Yeah, he might somebody have somebody
0: really impo- somebody really important from China went to Iran recently and
1: yeah. I, I can't remember who it was. Must maybe yeah. it was and, and so so this is uh so I, I think China is very well aware of the current situation of Afghanistan and they're they're very much uh keeping a close eye on it and and there i have been um uh following the chinese ambassador to afghanistan and i saw him tweeting about uh you know a a couple um shipment uh, of uh, trains laden with uh relief goods from china to afghanistan so i think i think they're 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 definitely working on it um the the current covid situation in china is really kind of holding back on the effort because, you know, all the border controls and stuff. So um, we'll, we'll see, because we'll, right now, China is also a bit distracted with with its uh, implementing its uh, COVID containment policy in China. Uh, but once once that's blow over, which will, um, you know, the, China will probably redouble its uh, outreach in the area, in the region.
0: All right, Carl, thank you so much. Stop